following content might be the only content in America that doesn't have a feature from Ty Dolla Sign. Start the show. He might be here. <laughs> Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week of foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. I am D. Randall. And I remember back in um, back in elementary, third grade, there was this kid who um, went to a, to a vanguard school way on the west side of school. Okay. And he, he rode the bus from... Sunnyside, all the way over to that elementary school for Vanguard. It was a it was a ninety minute one way trip to and from school. Damn. Yes, they they bust him to school. Yeah, well, I tell you, that's too long. That kid was me. Oh shit! I was that kid, Joe Biden. <laughs> God damn. I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Oh, man. Those fucking debates. <laughs> Goddamn Kamala Harris. That shit was like a, an SNL sketch. <laughs> right? Yeah. That was a shit show. Um, I just watched the highlights because I wasn't doing it. I mean, if you can call those highlights. They say, do they say that was the highest grossing shit? Highest rated democratic debate ever the fuck it's what probably because people were flaming it the whole time well yeah okay that's fair that's fair that's fair we love to see a train wreck ratings doesn't mean it was good ratings it just not means mean a lot of good. people it's saw just, it it just means a lot of people were there to bear witness and there were a lot of people going do you see this shit um yeah man episode and here we are episode 48 <laughs> two more episodes to go until the 50th Oh, speaking of which, I have not announced it on this show. Oh, um, the fiftieth episode, uh, the 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 taping, the recording of the fiftieth episode will be June, uh, July, excuse me, will be July twelfth. Yes, it'll be July twelfth, and the after party, the meet and greet, will be at Bar Fifty Fifteen at nine o'clock. <laughs> Bar 5015, 5015 Almeida, definitely come through. Uh, Say hi to your, say hi to the Least Sober team in podcasting. Possibly at our Least Sober. Uh, Pour up with us, most importantly. Take selfies, whatever you want. Uh, If if you finally follow through on his promise, it's going to be a shit show. (laughs) Before we even get there. Um, <clears throat> that's right. We will be filming, we'll be filming and recording the live show, um, the, the 50th episode. We'll be doing it live. We'll be live streaming it. And, uh, we oh, will man. be, we will be quite drunk. This, this, this shit might be three hours. It might be a problem. It, this might be an issue. Um, 
and at so you can hang, so you can watch us while you're getting ready for the turn up. Mm-hmm. And then once the show is over, you can meet us over at fifty fifteen Almeda at bar fifty fifteen and uh, turn up with us there. And you can you can spend your entire evening uh, with, and your entire paycheck and your entire paycheck with uh, foolishness and fuckery over here. Mm. Um. So uh, there will be. There will be more uh, announcements, and there will be more things to talk about about that uh, leading up to July twelfth. But July twelfth, that's the that's the big date. Man, ready for it. I am ready and not ready all at the same time. Uh, he Euphonic has already asked me uh, what what manner of alcohol he should bring, and I had to bring him down a notch. <laughs> That yeah. nigga went straight to like, so am I bringing the Jaeger or no? No. Nigga, nigga, nigga down. Uh, are, are we freshman sorority girls? It's <laughs> <laughs> not a keg party. Um, humans ain't shit. Uh, I actually, you know what? I actually don't have a humans ain't shit. Oh. I was like, it wasn't that good of a week. <laughs> it wasn't that good of a week. Fuck that. I got a humans ain't shit. Um, what was I seeing recently? Oh, this bullshit. So the new bullshit, uh, you know, you know, I'm always, I've always got my finger on, on the pulse of what black men and women are arguing about uh, from week to week as far as dating. Yeah, you you can't be friends with the click the comments girls and not have your finger on the pulse. Woo. Uh, they keep it mighty spicy. Um, so the new thing is pre dating. I'm sorry. Have you seen this shit? Pre dating. Men are men are asking women out on pre-dates. Uh I for some reason. I guess in the interest of seeing if this is going anywhere as to you know whether or not there's going to be time wasted or That's a date. I don't know. That's a date. That's, That's a date. And everything that it entails that sounds like a low pressure date. It's just a date where you just like like let's just meet up for coffee. I just thought that it's most reasonable shit. people just take that first date as a let's just fill out the application and and hand it in. Exactly. And see what happens after that. Like nobody goes on a first Okay, let me not say nobody. Nobody within reason goes on a first date with the expectation of we're committed now. I mean, sometimes the big questions come up on the first date. I was on a, I was on a first date and the young lady asked me, I kid you not, when was the first time you fell in love with Jesus. There would not be a second date. <laughs> oh, I mean, there wasn't. Okay, there wasn't. I, I did. She did come into my job one day recently. That was not weird at all. For the record, nothing wrong with Jesus. Nothing wrong with Jesus. He's at a all. good dude. That's just not the foundation. That was of my relationship. With that you. is just not the first thing I wanted to talk about um, on that first date. Yeah, she's really nice. She's really sweet, and I wish her the best. Um, it was weird though. Um, so predates. What the fuck, guys? What is the point? I feel like because people are, people move a lot faster in relationships now okay. than they used to. I feel like that's kind of a a stopgap that was just put in place so that people don't jump, you know, put the cart ahead of the horse or whatever you want to call it. Sure. Like I, I just, but it's still kind of corny to me. Like you're basically saying, hey. Uh, I want to hang out with you, but just don't, 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 don't think that it is. Don't think it's something that is not. 
It's hella cornball. It's a predate. Well, I was watching Big Little Lies the other day, and, oh, and are you caught up? No, nah, I just finished episode two. Okay, okay. By the way, y'all, white people. White people. White people. That is the most white people problems white show white show I've ever seen. These white people are on. I love it. I love it. The, they are maximum white. I, man, listen. Shit. But predating is dumb. Like one of the dudes asked one of the, one of the, one of the chicks on a predate, and she even looked at him like, "Huh? What is that?" I'm just gonna say it, y'all. I'm not gonna say it in the in the group. because nah, I'm not gonna get. They, I'm not gonna, gonna get. I've been, I've been I've been flamed once in the group already, and I, no, no, I'm not I'm not here for that. But I think predating is just kind of corny. Like, just it's hella corny. Stop going in with expectations. Just meet somebody, you know, sit down for a cup of coffee. If you vibe, cool. If you don't vibe, cool. I got dragged for this in the group actually, and I'm just gonna say it again: expectations bring entitlement. Mm-hmm. So stop going and expecting things. This is men and women. Um, I just can't. I just can't fathom that. Like, I have to build myself up and not talk to anybody all day just to build up my social battery, just to go out. And this is somebody that I potentially want to fuck. So a pre-date? I gotta give an interview before the interview? Man, fuck out of here. Y'all crazy. <laughs> y'all crazy. Y'all come up with some. Man, y'all come up with some wild shit. And I, this would be I this it. wouldn't be as much of an issue if people like saw people in person and not That's online fair. and through apps. Like, That's fair. Y'all just need to get out and meet people. I agree. Just be in public. I agree. Meet somebody at the meet and greet. Yes. I want to say to the opinions while black put some people together. And not just and, and not just with me to get laid. I'm talking about people with other people. Look, if I see a couple of y'all standing around, I want to make a few of y'all talk to each other. I agree. Something might come out of it. If I see two people that don't know each other next to each other looking down at their phone, I'm going to make them talk to each other. And then we're going to bring you on the show to ask how it went. Exactly. See? 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 We're, we're always looking. We're always trying to create content where there was none. See? You can't get that on Clifford. Hi, y'all. I'm, I'm going to stop picking. I'm going to keep picking on y'all until one of y'all comes on the show. Yeah, that, that was Oz saying that, by the way. That was. That was all Oz. I'm going to keep picking on y'all every week until one of y'all comes on the show. So hmm. shout out to the lovely, talented, diverse, uh, eclectic women of Click the Comments, Danny, uh, Courtney, Dion. Irie. Irie. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Kristen's legs. Uh, so, hi. Um, uh, song of the week. It is amazing that I have gone forty-eight. This is forty-seven episodes leading up to this, and have not played any Alex Isley. Wow. Uh, that last, that that last EP album she just dropped. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yes. Terrific content. My favorite song on this album. We are going to go ahead and get into it. She does her own production. Yes. Girl. Yes. Um. Uh. This is Alex Isley featuring Sir. Mm. This is Love on Demand. Uh. We will be right back. Go ahead and pour up. 
relax. We're going to help you get you through the work week. Uh, we're going to have a good show. Uh, so we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go.
And that was Love on Demand from Alex Isley featuring Sir. Man, when you got talent in the jeans. Both dope artists, man. And she's cut from the cloth. The, I mean, of course. The 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 great daughter of uh, the legendary Ernie Isley. Yes. Um, it, it, Follow her on Instagram. I, 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 I forgot exactly what her Instagram is. But definitely follow her on Instagram. Every Monday. It's either Monday or Tuesday. She acapellas one of her favorite songs or something. Yep. Man, she's not getting enough recognition, and Sir is not getting enough recognition. Mm. Either one of them. Uh, So definitely check check that out. Uh, Let's see what's going on in the news here. Uh, So, actually, let's, let's go ahead and knock it out. Did you watch the BET Awards? I don't even know what channel BET is on my satellite provider. Um, I, I, I've not been a BET person for about ten years now, uh, but I, I, I saw some. I saw some of the highlights in, in whatever social media feed. I can definitely say that the that our, that uh the the um B that BET. I have not been a BET fan in a probably more than 10 years. Um, uh, I, Boomerang brought me back to BET. Hmm. I was, li- okay. yeah, I was live tweeting Boomerang. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, I, the only other BET I was really seeing was like the last five minutes of American soul, uh, which I'm told is a terrific show. Hmm. I'm told it's a terrific show. Um, uh, I will never know. I'm just, I'm, you know, BT. It, it's well, we'll get to. You know what? We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, what did I see of the BET Awards? I saw Lizzo. I saw Lizzo because um, it is one of my life goals to have Lizzo kick me out the next morning. <laughs> 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 I'm, just, I'm just telling you. <laughs> I gotta get on this blue check shit. <laughs> um, I just, I just wanna, I just wanna roll over in bed and have Lizzo tell me my Uber's waiting. Uh, and, and, and maybe that she ordered it on my phone. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, Lizzo killed it, man. And, and I have to say, <clears throat> Lizzo killed it in a way like. Two, I won't even say one year ago. Two years ago, we wouldn't have seen anyone like Lizzo on BET stage at all. At all. Not only did Lizzo kill it, Lizzo killed it playing a flute. She pulled out a flute, y'all. She can sing, rap, play the flute. Rihanna had to get up and give her standing ovation. That's the new nod. It used to be. It used to be that uh, BET would look out in the audience to see what Beyonce's doing, and Beyonce's just a simple nod, like, hmm. right, right. And Blue Ivy might have some disapproving look about it. <laughs> um, now the new thing is they look out in the audience to see what uh, Rihanna thinks of things. Hey, so just so you know what level Rihanna's at, that's where it is. We we now rep- we now don't just report on the music. 
or the business. We just report on the on the minor things that she's doing. Um, so there's that. Um, what else did I see? I, so I saw Tyler Perry. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, would hmm. not normally give a lot of airtime to Tyler to Tyler Perry in any other uh, case. Hmm. Tyler Perry was receiving his, I don't know, Icon Award, uh, Vanguard Award, something like that. Um, if I could speak freely for just a moment, do reg- it regarding Tyler Perry. Go for it. Um, I won't mince words on this one. Um, as that's a cre- what we're here for. As a creative, I cannot stand. Tyler Perry. Nor can I. I think he represents the lowest common denominator when it comes to um, what he does creatively. Agreed. I think he panders to low-hanging fruit. I think he insults the intelligence of a lot of people who he intends to be his audience. With that said, I do have to admire the fact that in a world where um Certain groups of people have been historically disenfranchised from pursuing their dreams and nurturing their gifts. He has very successfully created a lane where not only he could prosper, but many other people who would otherwise not have the same level of access to pursue their craft and and paying them accordingly and giving them the proper platform to, to nurture those talents. Um, it, it's something that I, I do have to give recognition to. Because he he does it and he does it to great success. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, and I, I'm not one to I'm not one that's in a position to tell people what they should or shouldn't do because sure it's his prerogative. Sure, I just I just can't agree with him creatively on anything. I don't find him entertaining or amusing at all. I don't either. Um, it, it's not my thing. Um, I, I, it, I've never seen a piece of Tyler Perry work and been able to say, wow, he took some risk there. Mm. Or I've never been able to see, uh, I couldn't tell you the, the, the seminal piece of Tyler Perry work. I don't even think he's a good actor. He's not. He's not. Um, and you know, the one, the, the, I, I think the, the one clever thing that he's done, the one thing that, the clever thing that he's done is, uh, when he did, when he made the Medea Halloween movie, the Boo, because okay. because it originally started off as a joke in the Chris Rock movie. You remember that? I think it was in. Uh, oh, it did, didn't it? Was it in the top five? Mm. It was. There was some Chris Rock, or I think I hate my wife or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was basically like a fake movie poster of. I vaguely remember Boo this. and Medea Halloween. Yes, and then he was like, "Oh man, you know what? That's dope. Let me do that." And he 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 embraced the joke. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Never saw the movie though. Uh, yeah. same. Um, so here's my thing about Tyler Perry and his speech. Uh, the speech was uh, the speech. Basically he, I thought he was going to be a little more humble. I'm not familiar with Tyler Perry's vibe or the bag that he's in or whatever. I thought he was going to be a little more humble. He definitely flexed. He wanted y'all to know that he has opened a lot of doors. He mm. built the table that he brings things to. Mm. 
uh, I did not know that his his big studio compound he opened was originally a um, Confederate headquarters. Yep, it's dope. That is impressive. That's that's what we call gentrification. That that's just right. Um, the part that I took issue with, and I want to take care to really highlight this. The part that I took issue with was when he said. Uh, so when everybody was talking about doing the whole Oscar so white thing, I said y'all go. I said y'all 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 do whatever y'all want. I'm gonna build something. I feel like that was a I feel like that was a short sighted, silly ass flex. Here's why. As it stands, if you are an actor, if you are an actor, if you work within film production, um. If you are in this, if you are in that industry, as it stands, the Academy is the highest level of recognition. No matter how you feel about them, yep, is the highest level of recognition for the field that you work in. Correct. I will never tell anyone that they are wrong for seeking recognition in the highest level of the field that they work in. Right. Even if I want to build something for myself, I respect the people because guess what? Um Tyler, that- it's great for you that you built something. It's great for you that you open a lot of doors. And it's great for you that you are a trailblazer and you have made and you have made landmarks in the in this facet. But guess what? It's other people out here trying to work and every and goddamn everybody don't want to don't want to fly out to Atlanta and do Medea saves Christmas or what the fuck ever but the other thing about it is and let's be real people talk about certain industries being white spaces and and places that we're trying to infiltrate and get a foothold in um the thing is the way that things are now because these these same industries you know pander their market i shouldn't say pander but you know they have marketing dollars earmarks earmarked for for everyone like when they when they advertise a movie they're not just advertising to white people they want the black dollars they want they the Asian dollars everybody they advertise to everyone and there are people across the spectrum who participate in this and this is no longer what you would consider a white space right this is a common space in which people are trying to participate in a proportion relative to you know, their section of society. Agreed. So when people are saying Oscars are so white, it's not that people are trying to get into a white space. It's just that relative to the diversity behind the camera, the recognition in front of the camera is not there. And, you know, you can applaud someone like Tyler Perry for creating his own path, but the fact of the matter is we don't always have to create a counterculture in order to defer from something. For everything. Yeah, for everything. Like, no, we want we want our say right here. The the hardest part is to stand still and to, and to take that shit. The easier way out, some might argue, would be to create a counterculture and create another lane entirely. That's not what people want to do. I don't. I wouldn't want to be the black version of something. I right. want to be the something exactly in this common space. So it, it's cool for him to do that, but he should not. And I don't know if he was shitting on people, if he was just more proud of himself than anything. But you, you shouldn't shit on people 
for not wanting to separate themselves from the greater from the greater whatever it is just so that they have a lane to play in everybody can eat yep everybody wants to eat and if if we're going to hold to this blackness is not is not a monolith thing we have to keep the same energy because and this is in all forms of activism or what have you. Everybody's not going to go the same path you're going. But as long as that path isn't harming anyone, shut the fuck up. Stay out of the way. Just shut up. You do your thing and I'll do my thing over here. And I think I think we've gotten so polarized that it's hard, it's hard to look at somebody. And I'm not talking about. People that are doing harmful things that you don't agree with. Let's mm-hmm. let's be clear. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people who just do things a different way. It, 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 it's the problem that I have with the whole dating thing. That people get into these arguments about what consists as a date, what is expected of a man or a woman, and when you don't toe the company line, you're a pick me. Yep. Or when you don't toe the company line. And you res- and and your way seems to respect women more than the next nigga. Now you're a simp, mm. and it feels counterproductive to people that are ultimately all heading to the same place. Right. So I feel like Tyler Perry could chill. He could chill the fuck out there, because guess what? Not everybody that you that 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 you started off in this business has come back. And also, you. and also, as I alluded to at the beginning Andrew's of this... Andrew's looking to do Daddy's Little Girls too. As I alluded to at the beginning of this segment, a lot of us just don't fuck with you like that. Don't fuck with you the long way. So, or the short way. I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm happy for you, but I don't want to go down the same path with you because your shit is wild corny. I ain't putting no fucking dress on. I'm not. I'm not. I, I Look, I respect anybody that... I respect anybody that is. I'm... I ain't mad at you. I'm not doing it. That's that's my that's my personal choice for how I roll. Uh, I ain't gonna be up. I ain't gonna be up there uh, meeting the Browns and none of that shit. Um. So yeah, it's, it, it, that was another case of why Tyler Perry could fuck off. Another thing, and, and I hate to dick eat like this, but Maul, <laughs> Maul from the Joe Budden podcast brought this up. So Mary Mary J. Blige won the Lifetime Achievement Joint. Great for her. Um, why the fuck hasn't Stevie Wonder been recognized at more shit? Why is he not winning Lifetime Achievement Awards? Left and right. We look so before we recorded. Full disclosure, we looked this up. Mm-hmm. He won a Lifetime Achievement Award in, what was it, 1996? 96 with the Grammys. With the Grammys. Now, he's won other, th- now he's won other things, and he's been recognized. But it feels like in a black space, like BET, even one that's owned by Viacom, and I'm going to get into the Viacom machine thing in a minute. Mm-hmm. It feels like Stevie Wonder should be at the top of the short list. Because yeah. he's like, he's more, right now, he could be considered one of the last of a dying breed. Yes. We lost Prince. We lost Mike. We lost Luther. 
Um, I think there's one member of Earth, Wind, and Fire left. <laughs> Maurice White. Maurice White <laughs> is left. Um, and it feels like. And they got theirs. And they got theirs. And guess what? People, and people, when Prince died, remember everybody started making that joke, talking about check on Stevie? What, what year did Prince die? How long ago was that? It's two years now. Is okay. It, is it two? It's, it's two years. And they now. even gave Prince it. They, they, well, they waited until 2010 to give Prince his. Uh, and, you know, Stevie's like literally the last one. Y'all need to go ahead and give it to him while he can smell him. He can. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say the. I'm not gonna say the second part of it. Um, I, I, it's just, it's just weird. It's weird, and I'm sorry. People gonna get mad at me for this. Stephen one should be on the short list before Mary. I don't think anybody's gonna get mad over that. Stephen one should be on the short list before Mary. There's a couple people should be on the short list before Mary. I just. I, it just feels like for somebody that was so, that was such a landmark and was and was such a trailblazer and and whose music inspires today and gets sampled and covered today, it feels like we don't talk enough about Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I mean That's people weird. people recognize him for the talent that he is. Yeah, but I'm just surprised that like there there isn't like a like a Stevie Wonder lifetime achievement tour. Like somebody, somebody just takes a year and says, "Hey, for every awards platform or every recognition platform, we're just gonna go ahead and give Stevie all his lifetime achievements right now." Maybe I, I don't know, man. Maybe he just wants that level of privacy. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I doubt I, it. I doubt it because that nigga got a baby. He still knows how to pick fine women, that while, nigga, even while he's allegedly blind. Right, that nigga's sticking and moving. Fuck out of here. He ain't want no damn privacy. Um, And the last thing I'll say about the BET Awards. The reason I didn't watch the BET Awards originally was because... So, BET is owned by Viacom. Mm. Viacom owns BET, MTV, mm-hmm. VH1. Mm-hmm. I mean, several other networks. Country I, I, music television. Country music television. Outside of music, I know, you know like like Nickelodeon mm-hmm. and a couple Comedy Central music wise. I feel like BET is you know like like with Amazon, the Kindle is of course it's a tablet that is capable of many things on its own, mm-hmm. but ultimately as an Amazon product, its purpose is to sell you. Amazon. Yeah, it's a gateway to Amazon and all of its products and services. Exactly, precisely. Um, you're not gonna go. You're. You're. It, it's not gonna have the Google Store on there. Mm-mm. It's not gonna have anything that you would only find like in the Apple Store or whatever. You're gonna go to the Amazon Store. You're gonna give Amazon your money on some level or another. Which I do already. Which I do. I do. I. I praise you, <laughs> Amazon. Amazon, you evil fucks. Shout out to the. Uh... The half of the empire that Jeff Bezos does not have anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. She came and got that shit. I, I just want her to know that, like, a good chunk of that that alimony is is my money. I was going to say, I wanted, I, I, I wonder if she found a new nigga. That's all I, that's, that's, that's all I care about. Um, But 
just like in that same regard, I feel like Viacom is the machine through which these networks are portals mm-hmm. to. And so, like last week with the MTV TV Movie Awards, yeah, they were selling Love and Hip Hop mm. because Love and Hip Hop. Um, you know, loving hip hop is Viacom, and Mona's selling the shit out of that. And she's got a few, she's got she's got the new uh, season of uh, oh, where are they going? Hollywood coming up. Um, they were just promoting the cast of Loving Hip Hop Atlanta and Hollywood on Wildin' Out. Mm-hmm. Um, they were selling Loving Hip Hop. So now, when I look at these major events, I'm looking at what Viacom is selling. Viacom, and I, so I asked myself when the BET Awards came up, when I saw the trailer, when I saw Regina Hall talking it up, what are they selling? They actually weren't selling. They, you know what they were selling? They were selling BET as a refurbished product. Yeah. BET is going through is going through growing pains of becoming a new thing where they're inviting more writers that look like us. They brought Lena Waithe in on Boomerang. Um, they got American Soul, the 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 Soul Train joint. Yeah. Um, the so they're they're trying to come up with their brand of premium content. Yeah. And we we were talking about this before the show. Like, I'm surprised it's taken them this long to realize that they can be an incubator. They can cultivate uh, their their talent of, of good talent. I I was I I've always been surprised by the fact that, although deservedly so. Uh, Issa Rae effectively jumped from YouTube all the way up to HBO and did not go through. And, and BET seemingly did not even have her in the crosshairs. Did anything. not touch her at all. But I guess it's it's good now that they're they're starting to look at this and and maybe pulling a, fo- a few people into the fold. But there's there's quite a bevy of talent out there. There is. There is. And I feel like... Be I feel like this is a great time to to capitalize on that. BET is sell is Viacom is selling BET as a refurbished product. Um, they have gotten it on the nose for a long time for being mm-hmm. coonish, for changing up their format to a a dumbed down version of itself. Shout out to Deborah Lee. Shout out to Deborah Lee. Uh, you know they've gotten it on the nose for definitely from me on this show, I believe. <laughs> For not including any, for not being the one stop that it could be. Yeah, you can have videos, you can have original content, you can have that fun. Why don't we get some nightly news? What happened to BET News? Whatever happened to uh, Rap City? What the (laughs) fuck happened to Rap City? Where somebody had to show up and show off their skills and let you know who they are and prove themselves to you. Mm. Um, and and I don't want to get too get off my lawn about it, but you have to notice the quality. Nowadays, we have to notice and we have to talk about the quality of the product that's being sold to us as something for us. Yes. So I was very skeptical, but the production quality has gone up on the BET Awards. The the names and the prestige has gone up. I'll take your word for it. There are people that would there are people that showed up to this thing that would just have not bothered years ago. No. Like people with talent. People with talent, oh. indeed. 
Um, like I said, Rihanna is a name now. She does not have to show up to these things. Yes. And she does. Um, I mean, partially because she loves the culture, but she shows up to these things. Um, so I'm very interested to see what this uh, metamorphosis looks like for BET uh, and what that's going to look like going into the next year, um, especially when the content is getting so black. Mm. <laughs> um, and there are so many opportunities out there across networks and things. And now that all these streaming services are trying to get serious, there's a lot of there's a there's a it's a big big world out there for content creators. Yep. Uh, so I want to see what BET looks like when they get involved in that rat race. Um, on to uh, less promising news. <laughs> uh, this is according to E News. R. Kelly appeared at his Cook County arraignment on Thursday morning where he entered a not guilty plea to 11 new sex-related felony charges. More? More. R. Kelly (laughs) Kelly has been charged with 11 new counts of sexual assault, E! News can confirm. A A spokesperson for the Illinois Cook County Criminal Court said in a statement, 11 new charges related to sexual assault and sex abuse were filed against R. Kelly. According to court records obtained by E! News, prosecutors filed new counts on the 52-year-old star. He's 52 now. Including charges related to criminal sex assault, aggravated criminal sex assault, and aggravated criminal sex abuse. Of the aggravated criminal sex abuse charges, three of the alleged victims are between the ages of 13 and 16. Furthermore, the four of the aggravated criminal sex charges are Class X felonies. I have never heard of Class Damn, X that's in my way fucking down the line. life. <laughs> Holy shit. God damn. That's got to be bad. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> class X? I have never heard of a Class X felony in my life. Holy and I watch tons of Judge Judy. The Class X fel- felony is, short of first-degree murder, the most serious felony offense on the books in Illinois. God damn. Upon, f- uh, upon a finding of guilt, the court cannot sentence the defendant to probation. Has a mandatory minimum sentence of 6 to 30 years. So basically, it's saying that if, if you are convicted of a Class X felony, you is going to jail. Oh, man. Do not pass go. He's going in for the rest of the past $200. And, uh, shout I know, out to Illinois. Shout out to Illinois, man. And uh, um, and he's apparently he's expected to go to trial in 2020. But until then, he's still going he's, to McDonald's and shit, huh? He's still going to that McDonald's. Uh, so we will definitely keep a lookout for that. Uh, we will keep you abreast as that arises. Did you see the new Nicki Minaj video? Uh, unfortunately. Okay. Unfortunately, yes. So, we're back to people becoming people as a machine. Mm-hmm. I saw the new video. Mm-hmm. I uh, heard the song. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of the song. Mm-mm. I know Nicki tries to tap into her West Indian roots, mm. and she wanted to give people a little dance hall type joint. Mm. Uh. Fuck up your favorite 
dance hall joint. Don't fuck yeah. up mine. Yes. Um, I uh, so first of all, I'm tired of her naming songs and not having any references to the thing that you named it. The song is called Megatron. Not one Transformer not reference. None. None. No Optimus Prime sample. Well, I, I actually, they probably they probably couldn't get that cleared. Bumblebee and they're making too much money. Peter Cullen ain't letting this shit happen. <laughs> um, you said what? <laughs> Bitch, uh, be gone. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, my God. Look at her butt. Megatron! <laughs> God damn it. You failed me yet again, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> um, so, I looked, so, I, w- I already was not into the song. I was not into the video. <laughs> I was into, well, I was into the video at some parts, but for all the wrong reasons. And we're talking about the 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 machine and the vessels through which you're selling us the machine. Mm-hmm. Um, this case, she was selling her Moscato. Oh, that's her line of Moscato. Oh, didn't because notice. <laughs> because of course Nicki Minaj sells Moscato. Did not notice at uh, all because of course Nicki Minaj would have a line of some basic shit. Nobody cares. No one. No one. It's probably overpriced. It's probably way too sweet. Um, but she also and she also had her boyfriend in the video. Her rapist boyfriend. Nobody cares. Good point. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and say that's an L for Nikki. Yeah. That, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. We'll that, give it to her. I'm gonna go ahead and give her that L. Uh, first rounds on me. Um. Am I leaving anything out? Anything, anything? No. Uh, We will be right back with more Opinions While Black. We're going to take a quick break. You are experiencing Opinions While Black. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. I gotta say, I'm feeling pretty good for yeah. two two in the afternoon. Yeah, let me get a let me get a refill. Agreed. Yeah. Let me re up real quick. We have way too much of this vodka. <laughs> Said who? I, I was saying exactly. Said no one ever. Um. Ah, it would be go. funny to hear you say that. <laughs> this, bruh. It, 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 the fifties is going to be stupid. <laughs> I just, I'm, I am terrified for what could be. Uh, it is time for everyone's favorite part of the evening. Uh, white people must be stopped. Okay, shut up. Oh no, that's, that's not the one. There we go. There we go. We have a submission from one of our favorite white people must be stopped correspondents, <laughs> uh, Chef Ibersol Fallon. What up, Chef? That's his official title. Right? <laughs> Welcome back to Opinions by Black with our official white people must be stopped correspondent. We gotta bring, you know what? He's in town every now and then. We got to bring him up here. Bring him up here. We're going to bring him up here. 
Um, this is from the Guardian. Mm. Uh, this happened in Greater Manchester, which, for those of you who don't know, Manchester is like the Dallas of uh, uh of the UK, or Ooh. better yet, like the Jersey Shore of the UK. Mm. Um, it's where dignity goes to die. Uh, one of the one of the UK's largest police forces apparently arrested a 93-year-old woman who had committed no crime because it was her dying wish. Wait. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. In a tweet that received more than a thousand likes, Pam Smith wrote to Greater Manchester Police to thank them for the gesture towards their her grandmother, Josie Birds. A big thank you to GM Police for arresting, quote-unquote, um, my grand Josie yesterday. My grand Josie today. She is ninety-three years old, and her health is failing. And she wanted to be arrested for something before it's too late. She has a heart of gold, and thoroughly enjoyed it today. Thank you for granting her wishes. So that means that they did not have any black people to shoot that day. If you want to know, <laughs> if you want to, if you want definitive proof that racism exists in this world. Here is a woman who basically had to file a petition to, to get, get arrested. arrested. That's true. And if she's lived to the age of 93, she's probably done a number of arrestable offenses in her lifetime. When you have to write the police force to arrest you because you've never been arrested. Never been arrested. That and and you have said it before, and I will say it again. This is what happens when you have no natural predators. When you're at the top of the social uh, of the social economic food chain, you just look for danger. You just look for things that can that can possibly put you in mortal danger. I have never met an old black woman. Whose dying wish was anything involving a police department, any of the police departments? What? Like I just like I just read somewhere that apparently in the NYPD training manual, if um if the NY if you're if you're an officer and you say nigga, it's not racist. What? I shit you not. I saw. I saw this somewhere. I saw. I just saw a fucking uh, article that said it is in the training manual that if you say nigga, if that that NYPD, if you say nigga, you're not racist. If you say nigga on duty, you're not racist. It doesn't count. That policy in and of itself is inherently racist. racist. Wow. Meanwhile, I don't and I don't know what the culture is over there in the UK. But this woman went looking okay. to get arrested. Apparently, there are no black or brown people in Manchester, UK. None. I, I I'm not gonna say I, the only the only black cop I've ever seen is uh, DCI John Luther, played by Idris Elba. That's it. And he has trouble with the cops. Right? <laughs> <laughs> send, send your racist stories. Uh, your racist comments. Your real life racist stories, any anything you think we've missed in the news, 
please send it to opinionswhileblack at gmail.com or any of the social media avenues listed below. Uh, we'll be right back to finish it off with the top three STFUs. You are currently watching Opinions While Black. You're currently listening to Opinions While Black, Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And I am... I'm there. I think I'm fine. Yeah, I feel good, man. I feel, I feel we, good. Are, we are proponents of day drinking. Absolutely. I will say over the last few weeks since we've been recording earlier in the day, I've, I have exceeded my my daily nutritional requirement <laughs> of alcohol <laughs> on these days. You know, it's like we say, man, you, you get it out the way early, you, you freshen up, and then you hit it hard again in the and evening. And you hit it hard again in the evening. Turn up. What's the fuck I'm talking about? Yeah, that's what they call a two for one in the NBA. <laughs> when you play for the last possession, <laughs> you shoot a shot early, and then you come back, you get that last possession. That's what, it, man. Look, we we're mastering it. Um, I did want to mention real quick. Um, I did not mention this at the top of the show. This is this week that we're recording. Opinions while black has officially turned a year old. <laughs> We've been doing this shit for a year. Y'all let us do this shit for a year? Y'all let us get away with this for a year. <laughs> I'm still, I man, I am still floored. This is kind of incredible. Uh, Damn. I am floored at the fact that I'm, I'm floored at our level of consistency, our level of uh, what passes as professionalism. 48 shows in 52 weeks. In 52. That's a that's God. a big deal. Damn. God damn. We are, we are some hard, hardworking podcasters. Damn. Um, and we have a following. Mm. People actively save this and listen to it. Mm. Um, People are starting from the beginning. People are binging from the beginning. I am still astounded. That we are binge worthy, I love it. Um, I I just want to take this time to just express my great my gratitude and my appreciation, to Team Oz, and everybody that has stuck with us from day one as this this show has evolved and is evolving and will continue to evolve. Um, I can tell you that from episode fifty. It's it, it, like y'all can basically y'all consider us moving into opinions while black like 3.0. Like it, 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 I just I didn't know what to expect from this. <laughs> Damien didn't know what to expect from this. No. Uh, the first words out of his mouth on the show were I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> um and we did not, and we've had some very, we've had some very good drunken times entertaining you people. Uh, so thank you, and uh, you know you can thank us later. Thank us at the meeting. Uh, with drinks, with drinks, with copious amounts of liquor, uh, and pour up with us. Um, oh, listen, y'all. 
if you know I'm a certain level of fucked up, <laughs> warn me before you take the fucking selfie. Yeah, that's 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 not. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to be the dude who looks comatose in the fucking selfie. Dude, did, did I show you the photo that I took? Uh, yes. Okay. You, yeah. you and your sister? Yeah, I was cross-eyed. Yes. Nobody looked out for me. <laughs> you didn't have any friends that night. I was cross-eyed. Yeah. And my nope. sister was drunk with me, so she did, she could even tell. Yeah, man. Nobody wants to be. Nobody wants to be that dude in the in the fucking uh, picture. Uh, in the meantime, we will go ahead and jump into everyone's favorite part of the evening my favorite part mm. of the evening the top three stfus who are the three people in america who need to shut the fuck up okay shut up number three joe biden okay, okay. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to hit the boo i didn't mean to hit the boo yeah you did okay <laughs> um a returning <laughs> contestant man Joe Biden's gonna blow this deal for himself. I already see it. I see it. Um, it, it's it, they got eleven more of these debates to go. Really, that many? Eleven, and there are twenty contestants. Why? Why do they? Are they eliminating two with each round or some shit? I don't think they're. <laughs> see, it's I, that would make sense. So, and, and then there's eleven debates. There's twenty people, and I'm assuming they're gonna alternate between the A squad and the B squad. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, uh, that's a lot. Eleven man. more after it. That's, that's a lot, man. And it's and it's June. They just need to do like a double elimination tournament style or some shit, man. They need to do a fucking knife fight to the death. It's something. Um, listen, uh, Joe. The best thing about this whole process <laughs> is that we don't have to endure the GOP debates this time around. Oh, that's true. This could be much worse. Um, <laughs> the Democratic debates are just boring. The GOP debates are just aggravating. Like that should that should could give you a brain aneurysm trying to figure some of the shit they say out. Actually, it was funny last time watching Trump just sun motherfuckers up and down <laughs> until he started winning. <laughs> You know, Until you were just left with Ted Cruz, and you're like, "Fuck." The debates got weird when he was just when he was just following Hillary Clinton around. Yeah, when, <laughs> you remember that shit? Yeah, with Hillary's trying to talk and they're doing the 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 town hall level shit, and he's just uh, following her around. Cause you'd be in jail, you'd be in prison. Look, y'all, we deserve everything we got. That's yeah, all I'm I saying. I'll say we, we y'all voted for that shit. I'm sorry, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Um. Joe Biden got to fucking chill, bro. <laughs> this is getting to be too much. This motherfucker. I could pick a couple dumb shits he said. This motherfucker said America was built by middle class Americans. I will repeat hey. that. America was built by middle class Americans. He said that. First of all. First of all, wait, and, wait, wait! Before you do that, white people, I, I, white people are listening to the show now. White people, if you don't understand what is so terrible about that, if there's a black person next to you, defer to them, mm -hmm. or 
You're about to get your answer. Or if there's Here we go. Or if there's a Native American next to you, or an Asian next to you, probably Japanese. Ask them. You're about to get your answer. They'll let you know. Go on. Two things. First of all, okay. At the time that America was conceived, there was no middle class. None. There was no middle class. Everybody came over here poor. Um, and America was built on the backs of slaves, of Native Americans, yep, of interred Japanese people, the poor. On people the backs, people that didn't want to be doing what they were doing. On the backs of immigrants, many of you of Irish descent. Yep. Yep. Who, absolutely. Who were the niggers of the time? Yep. And so y'all keep telling us. You know, so you keep telling us. <laughs> yeah. You, 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 you. It was built on your backs as well. Beto or O'Rourke. My Italian brethren. O'Rourke. <laughs> God damn it. You know, it was built on the backs of the disenfranchised, the poor, the interred, and the enslaved. The middle class was created once that was put in place. Once those things were built, and once those cl- and once those classes were firmly set in place. Right. Yes. But be very, very, very real about this. There is an aristocratic, cla- uh, aristocratic class. Yes. And then there was poor. The poor built this shit, and then some of the poor became middle class, and yep. and some of the rich became middle class. That shit was created. Joe Biden. Please shut the fuck up. Okay, shut up. Please shut the fuck up. I could pull you in, I could pull you another one. And this might be the and, and this might be the dumbest one. Joe Biden said when they asked him, they asked everybody what their first order of business would be upon getting elected. Let me ask you that. What would be your first order of business upon getting elected to the White House? Uh Beating the shit out of Cory Booker. Or Derek Jackson, whichever <laughs> whichever whichever one's easier to get my hands on. Yeah, just give Derek Jackson like a, a, an invite to the White House. I invite him to, I invite him to my fucking house. No, 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 no. You you invite him to the White House and tell him you don't have to get out the car. Oh yeah. Because that's your favorite place. Just yeah, like exactly. I'll meet you at the car. Yeah. We I'm gonna sit in the car with you. Whoop his ass and in his own break, car. And break him the fuck off. <laughs> Oh boy! Hi, Derek. <laughs> Knock your ass out. <laughs> so what did Joe say? So Joe said, "I still can't believe this." He said that his first order of business, once elected, would be to beat Donald Trump. Hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I said, <laughs> his first order of business, <laughs> once elected, once. Once, day one. Once elected. Day one is to beat Donald Trump. But but if you if you if you get elected, you've already beaten him. Uh, unless he means physically. Oh, I mean unless he means beating the shit out of him, which I take it all back. But he's I really got my vote now. I, was saying, <laughs> I really don't think that's what he meant. Oh. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Joe getting seen. <laughs> Okay, shut up. Joe getting mad senile. Getting? <laughs> we saw that from 08 to 16. 
<laughs> Joe, Joe, I, he, he, his his shit is deteriorating. I'm telling you, he's going. Joe, you about to blow this shit. You need to do debate. You know what? Ask Obama what he would do. And Obama would be like, "Nigga, shut the fuck up. Uh, just shut the fuck up, Joe." <laughs> Just, you can get your hairline fixed. I don't yeah. know, Joe. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up. Stop. And for the love of God, Joe, just stop touching women. Just Christian side hug, Joe. Let me show you how to do it. It's very easy. Just Christian side hug. Just Michelle, Michelle. Get no, the don't, don't, don't look at Michelle, Joe. Michelle, get the ruler. <laughs> you see how Keanu does the float hands? Look at the float hands, Joe. Look at Keanu. Look at that. There's a picture with Dolly Parton. Do you see Keanu's hand touching any part of Dolly Parton? No, Joe. It's floating. Look at this. He's taking a photo with three very attractive women that he's never met before. Keep your hands to yourself, Joe. Look at the hand floating above the shoulders, Joe. That's all you got to do. Just look, look, but don't touch. Don't ruffle the blouse, Joe. Look, but don't touch. That's put, all you got to do. Put in the spank bank. And for the love of God, Joe, just stop smiling, please. And shut the fuck up. Okay, shut up. Oh, that was that was yet another episode of Nigga Peace Theater. <laughs> oh man, we bring it to you every week. <laughs> every fucking week now, apparently. <laughs> uh, number two. Um, uh, Randall does not partake in the reality TVs, so I will take the wheel on this one. <laughs> I watched five minutes of Growing Up Hip Hop Atlanta. Oh, shit. And just, I was on the floor with laughter at how bad it was. Oh, it's horrible. I was like, when did Bow Wow start calling himself Bow? <laughs> like, how do you make a name worse than Bow Wow? Just so call him season, Bow. So far, the season's been all about either him, him either getting his ass whooped or pretending like he whooped somebody's ass. Neither of which has happened. No one cares about bow like that. Well, his girlfriend did whoop his ass. Oh, okay. And, I yeah, I mean, oh, that's start, right. He she, started it. She got a pound of flesh. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, I, I th- There was Angela Simmons, who's an adult now, mm. whose voice oh. is deeper than mine. Angela Simmons is an adult, all right. Where's Vanessa? Does Vanessa Simmons ever show up? She shows up on Growing Up Hip Hop every now and then. <sighs> But and more importantly, I feel more comfortable. Like Angela. Vanessa. Oh yeah. Oh, you didn't know. Yeah, yeah. So between growing up hip hop and growing up hip hop, L.A. I guess there's Atlanta and there's mm-hmm. L.A. Sure. Angela Simmons has been on both because she goes in between. She used to date Bow Wow, and she used to date Lil Romeo. Wow. She, yeah. Her. <laughs> Who does she have a child by? Uh, neither one of them. Oh, okay. Thank you. Neither one. No, I believe I believe that man. Well, no, he didn't die. Oh. Someone, someone closer. It was either ex or the the father. The She's cute guy. though. She is She's gorgeous. Cute. Yeah. God damn. And uh, I saw something with apparently Easy E has a daughter. Yes, Easy Easy E has a daughter. Um, I saw that. And... Suge Knight's son is getting a reality show. Suge Knight's son is getting a reality show where he's a real estate guy. Yeah, he he's selling big time houses to the stars. Spoiler alert: <laughs> Do not buy from this man. 
wonder if his chin is as weak as his father's chin. <laughs> hip, hip. <laughs> so, number two, the men of Black Ink Chicago. Okay, y'all. Oh, by the way, I did see the trailer. There's going to be a Black Ink Compton because VH1 and Viacom have to fully capitalize off of the Nipsey, uh, uh. off of the, the Nipsey hype. I can't call it hype. But yeah, they have to capitalize off of it's the a wave. sensationalism of the Nipsey wave. It's a wave. Um, but yeah, the it's a vibe. Of, so I can take the reins here. The the men of Black Ink Chicago, the culture is taking a serious L because of uh, Dominican scammer looking ass Ryan Henry. Uh, <laughs> is he just like a light skinned dude? He's a light skinned dude with like he got that weird mushroom hair joint going on. Mm, probably got cuts in his eyebrows. Yeah, I don't understand that shit. The Chicago niggas are just different, and so. Basically, one of their longtime day ones, I guess, uh, Charmaine, got into it. Now, this is over. This has been a beef over the past like two seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, A a Mexican girl from Texas, Lily. Um, I would. I I wouldn't give it a bomb yet. Give it a bomb yet. Yeah, I I rescind that bomb. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. So. Lily has gotten into it with Charmaine on several occasions. Now, the problem is, we all know Charmaine can't fight. Mm. She's been getting her ass whooped since the first episode. <laughs> uh, Lily has a temper and just fights, puts her hands on people for just not agreeing with her. And mm. so this turned into a thing on social media because it people started noticing that she, non-black, says nigger liberally. Mm. She says nigga liberally. And she cops to it's one of those things where oh I'm just oh oh it's just a, it's a passing like like a like a like a part of the culture like hip hop this and that. No, don't put Texas in this shit. Yeah, don't. Don't put Texas in this shit yeah, cuz do if that. we catch you saying nigga uh it's on site. Um and so um Charmaine took issue with that and more and more the staff at the at the Nine Max Studio, took issue with it, and they fired her. Mm. Now, of course, because this is how reality TV works. Somehow, the girl got a job back, but Charmaine's boyfriend took issue. Charmaine's boyfriend was on social media talking cash shit, and understandably so, because if you my girlfriend and your coworker, and I find out your coworker just saying nigga willy nilly, we always have an issue. Yep, forever. Don't introduce her to me. Mm-mm. None of that. Nope. Because the first thing we're going to do is have a talk about who gets to say nigga. Yep. Um, and you're not going to like how that talk goes. It'll probably stop at me. Real talk. <laughs> exactly. And so she tried to swing on the girl's boyfriend. And basically it came down to Charmaine having the last, having the last straw and was like, it's either her or me. And she said, you know what? Better yet. Y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead and do what y'all do. I'm leaving. And these are people now. Not only are coworkers. These are like allegedly day one friends. Mm. And they just let her go. And they let this girl. They let this girl who says nigga liberally mm. keep her job when she already had two strikes against her. And it looks bad. This it looks like trash. Y'all have a black woman. Who has been disrespected and assaulted at every turn, and y'all didn't say shit because y'all just 
wrote it off as girl fighting. <clears throat> and then at a at a at a crunch time when you're really deciding the future of this business, they decide to keep the girl because she's a good tattoo artist. She ain't that good. She ain't that good. And there's Ryan, come to Texas. Let me show you around. There's better here. Um, shit, there's better at Dago's. Yo, no, 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 no. Come on, man. Don't do that, <laughs> Uh, No. So, and y'all, dis- and y'all let a black woman kind of go about her way in favor of somebody who, according to y'all, is going to make y'all money, but... Nobody's nobody's coming to your shop for that. You're, y'all, they're coming to the the stars are going there because y'all tattoo for the stars now, or whatever. But they're coming there because it's like a landmark in Chicago You're on TV. now. Y'all are on TV. The 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 black ink in Harlem, the original black ink. Mm-hmm. That's the spot now. Niggas just niggas just be out there looking looking for what what the next drama is gonna be. At night, like it's the spot, like it's like it's Richmond. Not realizing, like the drama's not going to be while y'all niggas are standing here. Not, not while y'all standing there. <laughs> they're and, re- they're rehearsing exactly, and so it looks bad because this is somebody that was a day that that was a day one. This is a black woman that had a legitimate grievance. This is a black woman whose boyfriend had a legitimate grievance, and y'all are just okay with this girl saying nigga because mm. she's going to keep saying it. Yes, she's going to. Um, and y'all are just good with that because it's just business. That's any other business that wasn't on a reality TV show, she wouldn't be here. Yep. And it looks terrible. Not only that, because and y'all should be ashamed of yourself because, especially Don. I want to shout out to Don, man. Your brother was going to commit suicide. This was a real thing. Hmm. Um. Your brother was ready to commit suicide, and y'all couldn't find him. He ran. He left the house, was ready to commit suicide, and she was one of the only people on the phone with production, with everybody looking for this man. When you couldn't be there. Damn. Let me tell you something. Two things. Two things. First, if my brother, if my anybody in my family was on the verge of suicide, I'm not showing up for taping. It was on, well, Sorry. one, one, but two. On the verge of suicide, and I couldn't be there, and you, and you were, one, and you're one of the reasons that he's alive today. I got your back forever, life. If you, if you, if we robbing a bank, if you robbing a bank, I'm two blocks up with the switch card. That's how deep it goes. Next, I don't care if you said it to my worst enemy. If you are non-black and you say nigga to anyone in my presence, we have an issue for life. I don't give a fuck who you said it to. I don't give a fuck why. I don't give a fuck how mad they made you. If you are non-black and you said the word nigga and you call someone of African descent a nigga, 
We have an issue forever on site for life. You will never work anywhere I'm working. Especially not when you already got two strikes on you. Somebody on Twitter said you built like a wisdom tooth. <laughs> wow. Says so she built like a wisdom tooth with titties. <laughs> wow. I. Wow. <laughs> Fellas. God damn it. So good. Damn. Fellas. I'm using that one. Don, Ryan, Van, and for you two, I know, I know you kind of, I know you kind of passing through right now because your rap career is blowing up. Y'all, y'all look, y'all, y'all look stupid. Y'all got the culture looking stupid, and then they gonna, and then y'all, y'all gonna be the main ones to turn around and wonder why nobody, why, why, why black women say we don't defend them. If you can't defend a black woman. Against a racial slur, and you keep telling people you want your business to be the center, the the proprietal center of 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 unity in, for the culture in Chicago. Pack the fuck up. Pack the fuck up. Start it all over. Y'all making the culture look bad. The whole fucking culture. Charmaine was the one out there uh, chanting for justice for R. Kelly when that shit dropped. Y'all okay, wouldn't. Okay, shut up. I, as a matter of fact, I'm glad she left. She could go back to uh, that that radio station. She go back to that radio station and make moves. Uh, Cause y'all ain't it right now. Y'all got the culture looking stupid. I'm ashamed of each and every one of you niggas. Shame on you. Shame on you, uh, Ryan Henry, looking looking like uh, looking like Lil Fizz from the future. <laughs> All of y'all shut the fuck up. Okay, 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 shut up. And they're not even number one. Wow. The number one person who should shut the fuck up in America is Mr. Bernard Sanders. Oh, Bernie. Bernie, I like you. I do. I really do. I like Bernie. I want him to I want him to fly higher than he's flying. I I like Bernie. I want Bernie to have some some wins this political cycle. Um I want Bernard Sanders to have a system update. Yeah. Yeah. He's a few system updates behind. He like we're on Android like cupcake. This nigga's still on Apple Jacks. Like, okay, so at the debate, um, they actually gave some time to to systemic racism and uh, police as it relates to police brutality. They gave it more than thirty seconds. Mm, good for them. So good for them. Um, they Chuck Todd went down the line and was like, "I'm going to give as many of you time to talk as possible." Has Chuck Todd's goatee gotten any better? No. Damn it. No. Damn it. Uh. Chuck Todd went down the line, and I love how Chuck Todd was trying to be a tough, a, a tough ass on everybody. Because you know, the first half they had like Savannah and Lester. Yeah. 
Uh, and Lester Holt don't really play with people like that. Lester Holt ain't, ain't for the games. And then they had Chuck Todd and Rachel Maddow for the second half. <laughs> Rachel Maddow already looks sick of these motherfuckers. Uh, to the so they were all talking. This is a side note. They were all talking over each other. Rachel Maddow tells the audience to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like she was like, if we could get less res- less reactions from the audience, that would be great. No, why don't you, why don't you tell some of these motherfuckers? Tell Pete Booty Egg or whatever the fuck his name is to shut the fuck up. Mayor Pete, <laughs> why the fuck is he up there? What the fuck? What the fuck? Why is Marianne Williamson up there? There's so much. There was so much wrong last night. You to, uh, Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders are just the chi- the things I cherry picked for this fucking list. But there was so much fucking wrong at the Democratic debates. And if you kept up with me on Twitter, you know I was losing my fucking mind. I did this whole thing sober. Damn. Oh my god. Why the fuck is Marianne Williamson running for president? So what did Bernie do? <laughs> so Bernie. They went down the line and was like, we're going to have everybody talk a little bit about systemic racism as it relates to police brutality and what you intend to do about this, so forth and so forth. Bernie Sanders immediately, immediately pivots to fixing the economy. (laughs) I mean, this is the antithesis of what they asked him. Bernie Sanders genuinely believes that fixing the economy, that, um, that, depowering the 1% rich um, that taking power away from the banks will solve all of will, will that systemic racism is underneath an umbrella where all of problems that will be solved if we do all these things that Bernie Sanders wants to do as it relates to the economy this is the economy is his thing and he thinks that um, everything can be made better by this. Hmm. I understand that. Interesting. In other words, Bernard Sanders doesn't get it. <laughs> so, if I'm to follow him correctly, if I get my money right, I'll be invisible to police? He seems to think so. I will no longer be shot as an unarmed black man? No, you will. Oh. So. Interesting. Here's the thing. Yes, there are things that are symptoms of systemic racism that I am confident could be made could be made better by dismantling the one percent rich, by taking power away from the banks, uh, by fixing the economy. Sure, absolutely. I believe you're not 100% wrong. Here's what you keep missing. Systemic racism was here long before income inequality. Systemic racism will exist long after income inequality. So it stands to reason the the only way to fix systemic racism is to fight Systemic racism. Elizabeth Warren understands this because she is actually putting forth plans and bills uh, to present 
that will dismantle the uh, prison for profit system. She understands this. You do not understand this. You want to put everybody under the same umbrella, but everybody ain't under the same umbrella because everybody ain't going through the same shit. Mm -hmm. And some of the shit I'm going through as a black man in America, I'm going to be going through it long after you get gas down to $2. Or whatever. He doesn't get it. He does not have a Jamal on his team. He needs a Jamal. Badly. He needs a Supreme. He does. He needs a real nigga. <laughs> he needs a nigga. Not a brother that, that came that came up good, that came up out of hood and made good or whatever mm. the stereotype story is. He needs a nigga. He needs a Supreme. He needs a nigga to look over him and go, the fuck you doing? fuck you gonna say that to them for they don't know what the fuck that mean he's supreme who's actually gonna call him bs exactly so until bernard sanders gets himself a supreme a jamal honestly right now i will settle for an amorosa okay 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 shut up shut the fuck up shut the fuck up until you get it because you don't get it, okay, and you're blowing it. And by the way, even aside from that, you shit the bed last night at that fucking debate. I don't know if it was because you were standing next to Joe Biden they told you to just uh, point more and louder and angrier and wave your hand more. <laughs> Stop fucking raising your hand. This is not a, it's not a classroom. We're not in second grade. Stop fucking raising your hand, Bernie Sanders. I'm just saying, you are blowing this thing. Mm. You might be blowing this thing worse than Joe Biden. Cuz there are cuz there are people cuz there's a there's a certain degree of people who are part of the Joe Biden machine that are going to fuck with him long after he fucks this shit up. Yes. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. He doesn't quite he doesn't have a Hillary machine. <laughs> I don't think we're going to see the Hillary machine again in our time because you can't pull the wool over our eyes the same way. No, nah, it's a wrap. But the Joe Biden machine, the motherfuckers that ride with this man tough, you thought the Bernie bros were serious. You thought. The Biden bros. The Biden bros are out of fucking control. I shit you not. Uh, So all I'm saying is this is his race to blow yeah. right now. As it's sad, sad to say, even though Kamala Harris kind of whooped his ass. Um, right now, this is his race to blow. This isn't your race to blow. You can't afford. You can't afford to keep fucking up like you did last time. I need. You need some black people on the team, man. That's all I'm saying. Until you get some black people on the team, until you understand what black issues are and how to combat and how to combat them with real plans. Yep. And not just having Killer Mike yell at people on the Breakfast Club. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, 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 shut up. Killer Mike's still at it, bro. He's still at it. He's still at it yelling at people about fucking education <laughs> and, and Bernie Sanders. We thought we told him to take a nap. <laughs> he took a break. He came back with trigger warning. Yes. We thought he was, no, he got nice and refreshed. And he is back ready for the smoke again. <laughs> Chill out, Mike. D. Randall, did we do a podcast? We certainly did a podcast team oz thank you so much 
uh, for so for all of your support. We are still a five star podcast on iTunes. We are still a five star podcast on Facebook. Yeah. If you want to contribute to that, visit Facebook. Visit our page on Facebook. Compliment us, or just stop by and say hi. Yeah. Um, we're friendly. Stop by on Twitter. We have all the social media outlets uh, described below. We have all those described in the descriptions. Yep. Um, so just be a part of – go ahead and be a part of the machine. Let's make a machine. Let's be a part of the Opinions While Black machine. Let's make something together. Let's make something together. That is the whitest shit. Yes. Who says that? People who don't plan on actually doing the work. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Okay, I can get with that. Uh, in the meantime, this has been episode 48. Yes. Oh, my God. 48. We're almost there. Remember, June 12th, 5015 Almeida. July 12th. July 12th. Excuse me. Two weeks away. Two weeks. July 12th, 5015 Almeida. Get hydrated. Uh, be there or be square. Be drunk. <laughs> in the meantime, I have been Oz. And most times, I, uh, I'm D. Randall. And as always, forever imparting titties. We make it look easy. We do.